Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance. Do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. All right. So let's talk about NBA 2K, which is a game that has evolved from being just a child's play thing to a bit of an institution. NBA 2K is a game that you can find on a console. You know, you'll find it on your Xbox One, your PlayStation 4. And one, it's a darn good game. It's well made. If you're looking for an NBA experience and you just can't get enough of you know, the games and all that, well, NBA 2K is for you because it's a game that they pay a lot of attention to detail. If a guy is hot from certain spots of the floor, well, he's going to be like that in the game. If he's good at driving the lane, but he's not a great shooter, he'll be like that in the game. If he has a certain headband that he wears and maybe a certain celebration that he does after big plays, he'll probably have that too. And you know what? It'll look just like the player because... The way that modern technology is shaped out is absolutely amazing. Think of all of the analytics that are out there. And some of it, hey, you might think, well, this is gobbledygook. It doesn't mean anything. And you know what? On some stats, I probably agree with you. But when you're building a video game and you've got access to all of this information, it does allow you to make far more accurate players in the game. So when you think of the classic NBA games, maybe you had an SNES or an original PlayStation and you had an NBA game on that, it's nothing like those games. It used to just be dribble, 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 get in the lane, dunk, or pass the ball to Kobe Bryant, who's a 98 from shooting threes for some reason, and you just sink all the threes. NBA 2K is a very well-built, carefully managed game. They care. And it's become something so much more than a video game. There's a great article that was written by a guy named Alex Kennedy, and I'll put it out on Twitter when I get a few minutes. And it's all about the relationship between NBA 2K and actual current NBA players. And the interesting thing about it is they care so much about NBA 2K. And it's not just, oh, well, this guy's on my team and I want to beat him when I play him. No, they really care about the game. They care about what they look like, what their stats are, how accurate all that is. It's, it's a real obsession that players have. And they'll constantly bug game developers about their ratings. A guy who consistently does this apparently is Rudy Gobert. He's a really great center. He plays with the Utah Jazz. He's a young guy. He can be fun on Twitter. And he will year in and year out complain 
to the guys who make NBA 2K of, hey, if my rating isn't good enough, well, uh, I'm not going to show up to a promotional event or I'll badmouth you guys on Twitter <laughs> something like that. He's the kind of guy, along with a lot of other modern-day athletes, that really care about how they're depicted in a video game. And that's something that, on the surface, it might seem a little bit silly, right? These are professional, grown men making millions of dollars. They're stars everywhere they go. They're being recognized. People want their autograph, shake their hand, take a picture with them. Why are they getting so bent out of shape from their rating in a video game? Well, the world's changed. That's why. It's a whole different environment than what it used to be. You know, 20 years ago, a game is just a game. Everything's in 8-bit, you know, so the graphics are really crappy. The music's bad. Now, there's times where you might be watching, say you're just flipping channels, and you see someone talking, and you're like, oh, my God, they look kind of shiny. Is that is that CGI, or is it is it not? I mean, you really, I, I have times where I struggle occasionally to... Tell the difference between what's animated and what's not. And that's part of what makes these games more real to the players who are watching this NBA 2K, seeing their ratings, and getting upset about it. Because it, it now it looks real, it feels real. And the other thing is, now you're modern-day athlete. Because we always want to understand who these athletes are, right? What makes them tick? What do they care about? Well, they care about these games because... It's also something they played as a kid. Makes sense, right? When you're 12 years old and you love the NBA and you're playing NBA 2K for a while against your buddies and then it gets to the point where, all right, you're in college and you have a chance at the NBA and then, hey, what do you know? You're in the NBA after eight years or 10 years of playing the game. Now you're in it. How amazing is that? There's only a catch, though. Your rating is a 65 overall. You might, you might not feel too great about that. That might bother you. And so it was so interesting to see this piece where this guy, Alex Kennedy, went really in-depth about all of these players being super obsessed with their ratings and how they're portrayed and whether or not it's fair. It's very cool. And you're going to see that just get more and more important, more talked about. By players, because there's such a rivalry factor, too. Think about this. When you're an, a player of any sport, and we do it in this town all the time, you are someone, your value as a player is directly tied to your contract. Fletcher Cox last year had some pretty good games. Did he have $17 million a year games? No, he didn't. Not necessarily. And so you get on a guy for that. That contract matters. It's a number you attach to the player. Video games do the same thing for players now. All the young fans that are watching the games and commenting it on message boards and doing blogs and all that kind of stuff, they're playing the game. And they see these professional players who have a number attached to them. Oh, man, you're only an 85 overall. Why are you talking on Twitter when you should be practicing? That kind of thing. That's why these guys care about video games now, and it's fascinating. I was always a nut like that. When it came to Madden, 
It was a way that I got to know the league. That was something that helped me as a kid know who players were, what position they played, how old they were, if they were fast, if they were strong, whatever they brought to the table. I helped learn that through video games. There's just something to be said about playing as a player, trading a player, finding out whether or not you should re-sign them. Yes, it's a digital thing. It's not exactly accurate, but it gets more accurate by the year. And so it does help you get associated with these guys. And now the current state of games, it's at a point where it really matters. It's a status symbol to guys, especially in the NBA, because think about this too. When you have those ratings, say you're a player, let's say you're Robert Covington, right? You're on the Sixers. You're trying to figure out what you're worth. You're heading in the free agency and you might see that Ben Simmons has a higher overall rating than you. And you'd think he hasn't even played yet. I've been a guy that's, you know, a defensive player of the year candidate. And this kid hasn't even been in the league and he's getting rated better than me. Are you kidding me? I mean, these are very competitive guys. They're going to have that kind of aspect to them. So you're looking around at the people on your own team, people who are playing the game are looking at you and saying, Hey man, you're only rated this. Like, it just It's all of these things that add up to this pressure and sort of excitement that comes with the video game and, and how it actually matters to players today. John Wall is a guy who regularly complains about his rating in NBA 2K. He's upset that he's maybe an 89 when he thinks he should be a 94. What do you know? Every single player in the NBA thinks they're not rated high enough. What a surprise. <laughs> But but that's the modern state of it. And there's another little kicker that goes with this, by the way. As we talk about the obsession and the connection between modern athletes, current athletes, and video games. NBA 2K released all-time teams in the game this year. So the way this is considered is they would look at a specific organization and say, if we had to build a roster of, in this case, they had 15 players. What would the greatest roster of 15 players break down to for each organization? And they have, of course, the Sixers. Now, the Sixers have a really interesting roster. Your starters. Allen Iverson. Okay, no one's surprised. Hal Greer. Dr. J. Billy Cunningham. And... Surprise, Will Chamberlain. Here's the interesting thing about it. Like I've been saying, players have ratings in the game. Well, when you look at the ratings of the Sixers starting five, Will Chamberlain is a 93. Dr. J is a 94. So Dr. J is considered a better player than Will. And on top of that, Iverson's a 97. 99 is the highest rating you can have. Jordan is a 99. Iverson's there as a 97. That's how NBA 2K rated it. I thought that was interesting. Is Allen Iverson the greatest player that the Sixers have ever seen? I don't think many people would say that. There's a lot of respect for what Allen did. People love him in this town. They love his energy and what he brought on the court and all that. But the best player that the Sixers have ever had? I don't know about that. NBA 2K has them rated over Julius Irving and over Wilt. Here's the other thing that's cool about this. So for the Sixers all-time team, as rated by NBA 2K, the reserves on the roster, Andre Iguodala, 
I think his Warriors career more legitimized that than anything else, but he's there. Uh, Hersey Hawkins, George McGinnis is there. Doug Collins, Joel Embiid is there, and he's an 86 overall. Um, Mo Cheeks, this one surprised me. I would have never in a million years guessed that if you had to assemble an all-time team of 15 players for the Sixers organization, that this guy would be on it. Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is listed as, in a sense, one of the 15 greatest Sixers of all time. (laughs) Isn't that a little bit insane? It is to me. But he's on the list. He's there with uh, Daryl Dawkins made the list. Aaron McKee is on that list as well. But Drew Holiday, really? I can't imagine that he really deserves a spot on that team. I, I just, yes, he made one all-star game when six other guards got hurt that year. Is he a great for the Sixers organization? Does anyone really even miss Drew Holiday? He was a fine player, but come on. And some guys that notably are not on the Sixers all-time team per NBA 2K. One, Moses Malone. Bit surprising. Well-loved guy in this town, part of a championship team. Considered by some to be a missing piece for that team. Also absent from the list, Charles Barkley. It's pretty wild. So for a game that takes all of this time and attention and detail and gets all these analytics to form the perfect formula of what a player looks and feels like on an NBA court, and then to build an all-time team and not have Moses, not have Charles Barkley, and have Drew Holiday, something kind of stinks. So I know it's it's a little offbeat here, but again, players care about this kind of thing. They're very invested in what goes on in NBA 2K, and here we are with a really bizarre roster for the Sixers' all-time team. Tells you something. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 